Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detilia along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, on our Oakwood Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line, LSU head baseball coach Jay Johnson. Jay, uh, uh, Thatcher Hurd, uh is going to donate 100% of his name, image, likeness money that he's received so far to the Greater Baton Rouge Food Bank. And he, he plans on donating all of the NIL money he earns uh, toward local charities. How much is that is is maybe someone in his ear? Or maybe uh, Do you have any influence there about, hey, listen, of, of a get back to the community? Or you sort of stay out of it completely? Yeah, does he come from a rich family or, or what? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm looking at that as like a good for him that he's doing no, it's, all that. No, it's a great story. No, exactly. a, awesome guy. A great person to do that. An awesome, outstanding pitcher. But you know, not a lot of people are going to do that today. Yeah, Thatcher's a great talent. I think he's a future major league pitcher. He's obviously one that's going to pitch in our pitching rotation. But, you know, another part of what we do is try to build character within the players and the team. And talking about a guy that's got elite character that comes from a great family and a very good giving heart. And that was just an example of that. So super proud of him. Uh, Are you guys involved with that? Uh, Maybe uh, not say specifically, but but to give back to the community. Not not directly, okay. like in a case like this. I think what I would say is like LSU baseball, you know, gives our players a lot. Just when you think about the opportunity to come to Baton Rouge, play in front of great fans, and our players get a lot out of being in our program. So I think them giving it back is just a great sign of character and, you know, showing that they really get the bigger picture of life, that they're very fortunate and, and helping people maybe that aren't as fortunate. And so Thatcher is just a really good example of that. Now, uh, Coach Johnson, uh, not to put pressure on him, but, you know, everyone, uh, any program, they're looking at who's their Friday night starter, who's in the rotation. Uh, to me, this is unbelievable because I know all the baseball that you've witnessed. Uh, you know, right-handed transfer, if I'm pronouncing it right, Paul Skeenis. Is it, is it Skeenis or Skeens? Skeens. Okay, yeah. Paul Skeens. Uh, projected first-rounder. And you say, like, Friday night starter. When you say the answer is yes, a thousand percent yes. And if I didn't answer yes, I, I, I don't know if I'm doing a good job. Man, that dude must be a stud, uh, considering the expectations with him and his ability. Yeah, he's special. I mean, the talent's easy to see. He's a big guy, like six foot six, six foot seven. And it's a fastball up to 99 miles an hour with three plus pitches. Uh, but, you know, special person too, competitor, warrior, uh, 
exactly what you think a player that spent two years at the Air Force Academy would be like in terms of discipline. And very few times do you get, you know, the total package with player, person, competitor, and Paul is definitely all of those things. Now, uh, Coach Johnson, when you look at, like, okay, because uh, I think LSU baseball is like the major leagues. I look at a lot of SEC programs, and you look at Top Pac-12, uh, where you came from, even Arizona, and then uh, you look at the whole pitching staff. Uh, explain to the fans that um, even it does matter, and you want depth at the catcher position, that who's catching particular pitchers. Explain that uh, to the fans. Because you might say, well, we got a number one catcher, he catches everyone. Could that change considering uh, that, uh, you know, you know a certain pitcher and uh, you want to be the best of the best? Just explain that because my understanding that uh, it's so precise, it is different. Uh, Different catchers may be catching different pitchers. Yeah, we always look at what's best for the team. I think right now we have a great staff. I think we have nine guys right now that I'm very confident could pitch in any role, you know, be it a weekend starter, a closer matchup set up that those guys will probably get the bulk of the innings. And then, you know, we have a really good core of catchers right now. We have a great defensive one and Alex Malazzo returning. He missed most of last year with an injury, does a great job handling guys. He's also done a great job of being a really good mentor for our younger players and, and catchers. We have a freshman catcher named Brady Neal that we think has a chance to be exceptional on both sides of the ball. Uh, Jared Jones, Ethan Fry. And then uh, Hayden Travinsky returning also. So we'll probably play multiple guys back there, and we'll definitely pay, pair up who we think fits with, with each pitcher the best. Now, uh, Coach Johnson, uh, explain uh, to the fans and also myself, uh, I'm a casual observer, a baseball fan, but when you look at it, can you pitch? Uh, if you could pitch, you could pitch. Uh, but when you, when you look at, like, right-handed pitching versus less left-handed pitching and how the staff and how it's structured – uh, when you look at uh, David Coleman uh, coming to left-hander, uh, we had, I believe, Tommy John uh, surgery. But where are you at as far as uh, how you utilize uh, left or right-handed pitchers? Yeah, last year we were really uh, up against it. We only had two left-handers, you know, <laughs> with Riley Cooper and Jacob Hasty, and, and both those guys did a really good job for us. Uh, in terms of matching up, we had to use them probably more than – you know, was probably ideal, I would say, but they did a great job. Uh, this year, we have a few more options on the left side. But the other thing that we also have is uh, the right-handers that we have so, have so much better strikeout stuff and capability that some of them can match up better with left-handed hitters than your normal right-hander. So okay. feel good about the balance of the staff. Coach uh, Dylan Cruz, uh, in a lot of people – think he may be the first overall pick in the 2023 Major League Baseball draft. What have you seen for him to improve his overall game? We know just how talented he is uh, as a hitter, uh, and, man, he's got so much ability. What what has he really worked on to improve the most in the offseason? Yeah, I think a couple things stand out. I mean, he's such an exceptional talent, an exceptional player that he immediately has respect of all of his teammates. But how he carries himself, the things that, you know, the media and outsiders don't see on a daily basis with how hard he works, how good a teammate he is, type of leader he is, how he handles both success and failure like a pro. I mean, this guy's special. You know, anybody in the state of Louisiana 
you want to do yourself a good service and make sure you watch this guy while he's still in college because it's not going to be too long and he's going to be playing in the Major League Baseball postseason. Trey Morgan is another guy where we see his talents at the first base position, but people were asking you, hey, is he going to play in the outfield? So kind of qualify that a little bit. Uh, Trey is such a great defensive player. And listen, um, I-, I told this about, man, he sort of saved the bacon a few times last year with plays on first base. Just a tremendous defender. Yeah, he is. He's a he's a great competitor and uh, one of my favorite players I've ever coached, to be honest with you. just I was just talking to somebody and just said, hey, if the bases are loaded and we're down one in the ninth with two outs and two strikes, you want Trey Morgan at the plate because he's such a good competitor. He's going to find a way to hit a line drive somewhere. And on the defensive side of it, it's well documented in terms of his ability to play first base. He's got tremendous hand-eye, flexible ability to stretch, safe throws, all those types of things. And this very, very valuable player. And just like Dylan, just like Paul, just like Thatcher, you know, there's a theme within our team with great talent, with great character. Now, uh, Coach Johnson, look, obviously, um, look, Pac-12, I have respect to Pac-12 baseball, but it's no SEC. Now, they have programs. I'll look at Oregon State through the years. Uh, you look at the Arizona Wildcats. You look at a Stanford Cardinal. Uh, you look at UCLA, whatever. But I'm looking at, at this year, and I love SEC sports, you know, football, basketball, baseball, whatever, the competition here in the Deep South. I can tell you what, uh, there's no there's no more competitive conference than the SEC in baseball. You can look at football and all that, who ends up in the national championship. But I was just looking at LSU's one of eight SEC teams uh, appearing in the top 25. Then all of a sudden you got Tennessee number two, Florida number three, Vanderbilt, number six, A&M, number seven, Ole Miss, number 10, Arkansas, number 11, Auburn, even in the top 25. I mean, six out of the top 10, three out of the top five, Arkansas, number 11. It's like the playoffs before the season, I mean, before it even (laughs) starts. It's like you almost have a playoff series from the get-go. No doubt. There is no peer in terms of competitive competition relative to the SEC or even the SEC West. So we're going to dive right into it and, and go for it. And I know our team is really looking forward to that challenge. Jay, has there been a, a player that has really kind of exceeded expectations in the offseason for you as far as uh, being an upgrade overall as a player? Because there's always guys that, you know, I see it in the, in the football world, basketball world, they, man, for whatever reason – Everything starts to click, and you see it in practice, and all of a sudden they translate it into games. Has there been a, a player or two like that uh, on your team? Yeah, I think on the pitching side of it, obviously we made a, a great hire with adding Wes Johnson as our pitching coach, who was the pitching coach for the Minnesota Twins in the major leagues. That was a big deal, and he's really, really helped some of the returning pitchers. Uh, Ty Floyd has made a nice improvement. Grant Taylor has made a massive jump, and then Bryce Collins. Uh, All three of those guys pitched well for us at times last year, but really seem to be coming into their own and uh, I think are really poised for really, really good seasons from the mound. Now, uh, Coach Johnson, we talked about, you know, the transfer portal and uh, Paul Skeens coming from the Air Force Academy. Obviously, uh, you look at what you were able to do, number one ranked uh, transfer portal. Well, what would entice uh, players uh, 
I don't know, because uh, they six best in the nation. What would entice uh, Christian Little to leave Vanderbilt or a guy like Thatcher Hurd uh, to leave UCLA? Is it because of you? They like you that much or what? <laughs> it must be the head coach is such a great guy. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think, I think recruiting is pretty simple. It's, it's just connecting players to what their goals and dreams are and showing them you have a plan to help them achieve them. And to do that and do it at a place like LSU, where we have great tradition, great facilities, great fan support, interest like no other in college baseball, and you can help them achieve what they want to achieve, I think it makes it a pretty good sell. And uh, I feel very fortunate to be the coach here and uh, take advantage of those types of things. Now, uh, Coach Johnson, you talked about, because uh, fans always have, uh, you know, you never want to beat a weak link or a perceived weak link, and you want to go forward. And looking at shortstop, uh, Jordan uh, Thompson. Uh, Thompson, I don't know if um, people realize this, um, that uh, you look at it, uh, his batting average two eighty six, on base percentage was uh, uh, was three ninety five, but he had uh, the third most doubles on the team, uh, fourteen, and he drew thirty five walks, was the second most on the team. Going to build upon that and, and not be a, a liability and get better defensively, because uh, you talked about he returns healthy. And, and coach, he was yeah, a without- freshman All SEC player. You know, last yeah, year he was a sophomore, but he was a freshman, all-SEC performer. Yeah, without question. I think it'll be one of the great stories of the team. I think if you ask any member of our team uh, the confidence they had in him playing shortstop, it would be extremely high. And I think everybody's going to see a, a great player on both sides of the ball and very confident in what he provides to our team and, and the type of season I think he's poised to have. Coach, uh, I told you this last year when we had you on that uh, I have a friend of mine who's who scouts uh, out west, Major League Baseball team, and he as soon as you got hard, he texted me. He said, hey, give me a call. He said, LSU is hard. The Steve Spurrier of college baseball and Jay Johnson. Oh, now you're giving him the big head. No, 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 I told him this a year ago. I I told him that because I was talking to Christian with it, and he was like, Mike, I said, listen, that's a big compliment. And Steve Spur, you talk about what he did at the University of Florida, but he said it's really his style of game, and he's going to make it exciting for the fans, and they're going to score a lot of runs. Now he said again, Pitching's going to be something you're going to have to get. But he said you can say that about 99% of every team in college baseball today. You, you need more pitching. That, that, that I think we saw glimpses of that last year, that, that you had that element. And I get it now. What do you talk to me about, about that Steve Spurrier of college baseball? Wow, that's a nice compliment. <laughs> and, um, you know, Coach, Coach Spurrier uh, and that run that they had at, at Florida and the SEC – in the nineties and they won that national title. And I know they won the SEC three, four five times and they were known for exciting offenses. And that's certainly something that, you know, we want to be known for here. And I think last year's team definitely, you know, had a great offense, but we want to be complete and complete on the mound, complete on the defensive side of it. And uh, ultimately, you know, just have the program that our entire state can be proud of, not just in the winning, but how we play and that they can identify with our competitiveness, our fundamentals, and our character. And I think we're on our way in that. And, you know, the 18 or 19 months that I've been here, we've definitely been working at that every day. Now, uh, you know, Coach Johnson, you always have to have uh, luck with injuries. 
are, uh, you know, you coming into the season and a player that might be dealing with an injury. Uh, what about Gavin Duga uh, recovering from his eye surgery? I think that was back in November. Uh, you know, he batted uh, 306, I want to say, in 39 games. And then you look at uh, maybe not in the field, but you have a designated hitter in Kate uh, Velasco. Uh, you know, look at his injury, uh, you know, in the season over last February uh, with the uh, disastrous injury, should say, the torn ACL. So where are they at and how you expect them to contribute? All I know one thing, Coach, Davin Dugas, man, and I've seen him for a long time, cause from my, my neck of the woods, so to speak. Uh, you talk about a clutch guy, that guy in the clutch, he he makes plays for you. Yeah, both those guys are awesome. I mean, they both could have moved on with their life but chose to come back for a fifth year, took advantage of that COVID year type situation. Both of them, you know, had disappointing years last year just based on injury. Uh, Both were great teammates. They have good leadership capabilities. So you start there, but then they can provide, you know, good things for the team. I mean, Cade, I've only seen him in scrimmage games because he was hurt and missed the entire season last year. But nobody on our team, you know, puts together quality at bats like he does in terms of getting on base or moving the ball with runners on base. So excited to have him healthy and and use him as a weapon uh, at important times in the game. And then with Gavin, Gavin's still been hurt. He's had an eye injury here this year where he missed most of the fall. Uh, We're hoping to get him some reps uh, before we get into the season um, with his, with his eye, hopefully getting healthy and, you know, everybody's seen what he can do when healthy and it would be a nice lift to our team if we could get back to that. Coach, from a pitching standpoint, is this something that you got to kind of see a little bit more of, especially in action, uh, of how that lineup will be set from a pitching standpoint? Because, you know, a lot of times as you get into the season early on, you, you have some cold weather days and kind of how it works out for your pitching staff. Is that something that's still sort of an evolution for you? Yeah, I just like where we're at from depth standpoint. I think we have about six guys that can start, and I've never probably ever said that about any team, which gives us the flexibility to kind of interchange guys for any reason and maybe start guys. We may do some piggybacking some games. What that means is you may see a guy go five innings and another guy come in and go like four innings to keep all their pitch counts up so we can be flexible with that starting rotation. So I'm super excited about, like I said, the improvement of the returners, the addition of the new talent we had. You guys have mentioned Christian Little, Thatcher Hurd, Paul Skeens. We have a freshman named Chase Shores that I think is poised. Uh, to be, you know, future ace here at LSU. And then uh, Nate Ackenhausen, left-hander, and improvement on the guys like Riley Cooper, Bryce Collins. Like, that's a lot of pieces. And I think uh, think Tiger fans are going to be really excited about what they see from the pitcher's mound at the box this year. Is that something from a pitcher standpoint as a freshman that you would have no issues in in, in putting him in there uh, as a starter? Or is that something you would maybe put him in more as a, a middle relief guy? It depends on the pitcher, but okay. with Chase, I'm fully com- confident in him. I mean, he's six eight. He throws up to ninety mile, ninety eight miles an hour, and uh, he's a guy when he's standing up on the mound looking in at you. He doesn't make you feel real comfortable standing <laughs> in the box. <laughs> so uh, you're going to see see a lot of him uh, throughout the next three years here, which makes Coach Johnson very happy. 
Coach, thanks so much for joining us tonight. We really appreciate it. I know we'll be talking later on, but uh, a lot of expectations. But I can sort of hear it in the voice. You know you got something here. You, you know you got it. Well, he's accepting the challenge and go Tigers. That's right. Excited to get on with you guys again. Let's talk anytime. All right. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. LSU head baseball coach Jay Johnson. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.